This is Jaquia Fuller with Generation Justice, and I'm here with Antonio Granillo and Karen Campa, members of Partnership for Community Action, who are with us today to discuss Vote 16 ABQ. Karen, Antonio, it's a pleasure to have you with us today. To start off, can you please introduce yourselves and tell us where you're from and the work that you've done here in New Mexico? My name is Antonio Granillo, and I'm a student at UNM. I also am a organizer at the Partnership for Community Action. And the Partnership for Community Action is a nonprofit organization that is leading the Vote 16 movement here in Albuquerque through a student coalition. Oh, that's cool. What about you? I'm Karen Campa. I come from Mexico. I did a paid internship at the Partnership for Community Action. Well, I barely started becoming involved in the community this summer. Right, cool stuff. Sounds like you guys are doing some things, moving in, shaking some things. Mm. So can you tell us about the Partnership for Community Action and your relationship with Generation Citizen? So the Partnership for Community Action is a nonprofit organization dedicated to community empowerment through working with individuals to then go into their communities and improve them themselves instead of bringing in outside people to do that sort of work. So with Generation Citizen, the Partnership for Community Action started a collaboration this past summer at the end of the summer. And we were working with paid interns like Cotton through the Youth Employment Summer Institute, which is a program led by another organization called the Southwest Organizing Project. So at the end of the summer, we started working with Generation Citizen because we noticed there was a lot of tension, especially around um, testing in schools in high schools and how students felt disenfranchised in their schools because they had no say with elections or voting. That conversation is what started our collaboration with Generation Citizen. And so Generation Citizen has been leading the Vote 16 USA movement for two years now. Their goal with that movement is to reform civics education in high school across the nation, whereas now most students take some sort of government class their senior year, and that's it. And then, you know, they move on to college. And a lot of them end up not registering to vote because of that transitional period from high school to college that isn't what they're thinking about. So our mission is to start the movement here in Albuquerque because the way the movement is working is that they are developing networks of students in different cities across the U.S. And some cities have already been successful. So the movement is just starting here in Albuquerque this fall. Is there anything you'd like to add to that? I became involved with a partnership. I was working with Javier Martinez and... He told me about this and told me he wanted me to become part of a leader with this with Antonio. I became interested in this because I'm not a U.S. citizen, Mm -hmm. so I can't vote. I think it's important for the youth to get involved in voting and give those that cannot vote a voice. So can you explain to us the idea behind lowering the voting age to 16 for school board elections and why you feel that it's important that youth are included in our electoral process? I think it's important to lower the voting age to 16 because people are 18, are basically out of school, so they don't really care about what happens in high school. And I'm currently a senior in Albuquerque High, and I don't really have a voice 
I don't get to vote in the school board election, so I think that people that are in high school should get a voice in what goes on in the high school, like testing. We don't get a say in what happens with it, and no one really agrees with it. With school board elections, that is the primary way that citizens get to influence what happens in the schools because those uh, school board members make decisions on funding in Albuquerque public schools in APS. It just makes complete sense to to ha- at least have students have a voice in what's happening in their schools because they're the ones who are being directly affected. Whereas the majority of people who are voting in school board elections today are usually much older, usually retired. They're, they're not going to be affected by those decisions at all. The the most effective way that we've tried to engage high schoolers in the conversation is when we connect it to some sort of issue that they're having. So the biggest one is the testing. So many students are wanting to opt out and there's been walkout protests in schools. And it's important because students are exercising their freedom of speech to mobilize and walk out of their schools. But in the long run, that isn't going to change the the tests that were given. So we're so we're presenting an alternative to the students to say, through this movement, you guys can eventually have a voice. You present it, how it's going to affect that person, they're more likely to, to start talking about it. And there was one presentation that we did at the end of the summer, the Youth Employment Summer Institute interns from the Partnership for Community Action created a presentation. It was a simulation where half of the students were identified as under 18-year-olds, and then half of the other students were 18 or older, regardless of their actual age. It was just a simulation. The goal was to show them how, although these students have their own opinion about the 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 scenario was AP tests and whether the test should be subsidized for for students who qualify for free or reduced lunch and so these students who were 18 or older they were more concerned about themselves and so their stance was well I need more financial aid in college so instead of giving that money to for AP tests in high school let's give them let's give it to the colleges to help us because they have the right to vote they're able to make that decision but now that's going to, going to affect all of these students who may now not have the opportunity to take the AP tests because right. of costs so it was just a simulation like that and that sparked a little bit of conversation with the students too oh, okay that's mm-hmm. really cool i like that When it comes to civic education, can you talk about the type of civic education that you have received in high school and how do you feel the vote, how Vote 16 ABQ will actually impact um, civic education in high school? So I go to Albuquerque High and the civic education isn't really the greatest because I have friends that are currently taking it and they hate it. They think it's boring and they, they get packets to work on. I'm I'm not taking my class at Albuquerque High. I'm taking it at Career Enrichment Center. It's a one semester class, and I absolutely love it because it's interactive. We do a lot of projects. We actually did a mock trial on a presidential candidate. So there was three candidates. We had to advertise um, campaigns and things like that. When people say that they hate their class, I really can't relate to that. 
because I'm in love with mine. I think we need to have a better better education and if they lower the voting age it'll get better what would actually improve the civic education in high school since you like really like the one that you're doing like what can you take from that one that you would apply to in high schools if it's more interactive because if you're constantly giving a lecture to your students they are not going to be interested in it because they're bored or they're just not interested in the subject that you're talking about So what are the processes that are needed to make this kind of change in democracy? What are some steps that need to occur Mm -hmm. to actually take place? So with the research that we've started, the coalition was formed in September. So it's a very new project. And so the research that Vote 16 USA has done remotely on New Mexico is that statewide, there would need to be a charter amendment in the New Mexico Constitution which requires approval of of our legislature. But locally, the city can also make a charter amendment through approval from uh, city councilors to change the voting age on elections for city councilor, for mayor. So that would mean that in a, in a household where you have kids living with their parents or, or something like that, those kids now, along with their parents, have the opportunity to vote for their city councilor in their district. So the democratic process is, is bringing the issue to our councilors, our city councilors, and then having it to a vote. And how likely do you think that will actually occur for like the city officials to make that type of amendment? So other cities that have been successful, there's been about six other cities across the U.S. So one route is to place that on the ballot for the rest of Albuquerque to vote for or for the city councilors to vote. So based on the way city councilors in Albuquerque have voted in the past, this issue is not necessarily it isn't partisan. So we feel that that encouraging city councilors to vote in favor will be will not necessarily be easy, but there's very little argument against lowering the voting age. So if you could say anything to youth voters, what would it be and why? Get out there and vote because we are the future of this country and state. Oh, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Our voting age at 18 is a new idea, and it's it's arbitrary to have it at 18. Historically, it was 21 before that, and when our country was formed, it was only white men with property who could vote. So there's been this evolution of the voting age. We want students to believe that it isn't impossible or that the way the rules are right now can't be changed. They've been changed in the past if we look at history. It's very possible, and it already has. It already has been changing. So for our listeners out there who would like to learn more about um, the Partnership for Community Action and more specifically Vote 16 ABQ, like where can they go to get more information? They can visit Partnership for Community Action website, which is forcommunityaction.org, or they can give us a call at 505-247-9222. Antonio Cardin, um, I just want to thank you for taking the time to join us today. Thank, thank you for you. having us. No, anytime. You're more than welcome to come back to GJ. This is Jakia Fuller with Generation Justice.